So, you have a cool idea, but maybe you don't know what to do with it. Easy. You guys, I'm coming. I have my music not ready. I apologize for that. Sorry for the delay. I'm hoping everyone's day is going great so far. It is Monday. Yesterday was the beginning of a new week, you guys. Today is October 5th. And I hope you guys have a lot of things planned to um, move forward in your business, in your life. Um, the whole nine yards. We need it. Okay, I want to welcome you guys to another episode of You Are Love. Again, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me this morning. I'm your host, Lita. Don't forget to check out our website, youcan'tclipmywings.com, and also you can check out our Facebook page. Whenever there's new information, new um, content coming out, you guys... I try to make sure you guys are the first to know. Um, we're still working on the newsletter because I want that newsletter to have some great information in it. Excuse me. I was eating a little toast with my coffee. That was very rude, wasn't it? I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway... Good morning again, and we want to go ahead and get started talking about the seven mindset principles we need, okay, in order to do our business. Okay, so hold up. They're called seven growth mindset principles that we need. And again, this is from an article on um, entrepreneur.com. So these guys, these guys, you guys, excuse me. I love to share this information with you guys. And I say that all the time because it's from the heart. Um, and I think you guys need to know this because um, there's so much information out there that you guys are not really familiar with. And it's good that we get an opportunity to talk about it here on the show. Um, eventually, I will be having sponsors. Actually, I'm waiting for a book to come in so that we'll have an author that's talking about writing because that's her livelihood, writing. And um, we'll have an author coming on talking to us about that. I'm excited about that. So let's go ahead and get started. Wow, it's 10 o'clock, man. Well, it's 10 o'clock here for us. I got a lot done this morning. You'd be surprised. 
<laughs> okay. Um, according to Mr. Christian Lavalsky, um, he says that everyone has the possibility to grow. Abraham Maslow once said, one can choose to go back toward safety or forward toward growth. I like that. I like that. Growth must be chosen and again and again. Fear must be overcome again and again. And let me tell you something. You know what, you guys? I do, I, I really believe in that because I'm going to tell you what happened this weekend real quick. Um, This weekend, <clears throat> okay, if you guys don't know, not only do I write inspirational, motivational things, I also um, am an activist. I also believe in um, advocacy toward injustices. So this weekend, I had an opportunity to go to a rally in Lafayette, excuse me, Louisiana, and something happened there, and it happened very close to me. And instead of me running and rushing and saying, oh, I'm giving this up, I'm running to my car, I actually ran in the fray of everything. So if I was fearful, I would have ran back to my car because I am not a fearful person. I literally stood there and I moved forward and got all the video I could get because I also do video work, okay? So... It says it's, a niche, it's essential to recognize that growth is not measured solely on sales. In fact, from a monetary measure, it's more about overall profit rather than sales. Growth ultimately begins with you and your people and is measured by well-being and happiness. Wow. I like that. I like that. I'm sorry. Now, okay, there we go, okay. It says, happy people generate growth. Satisfied customers are more frequent return customers and return customers who fall in love with your product because raving fans, which in turn attracts more of the same customers. So you have to be happy. You have to be assured of your, your service or your product. However, to achieve this, you often have to face the treacherous path of disruption and change. And we all know that for many people, these two words cause a significant amount of anxiety. Anxiety and discomfort caused by disruption and change can lead to a crisis and in many cases, can result in failure rather than growth. So, as we know, this pandemic has literally changed and created a new normal for us. With that in mind, and with that, that perception, how do we always have to move forward with anxiousness and undecisiveness, or could we look at it, stand back for a moment, take a break, and actually say, oh my God, what can I do to change this? What can I do to fix whatever 
that needs to be fixed in, in our situation when it comes to our marketing, when it comes to our business, when it comes to our life in general, because before your business is your life. So you have to make sure that your life is not out of balance in order for your business to be in balance. Okay. So growth sounds fun for the most part. Entrepreneurs are continuously in search of a magic pill that we create a constant significant rise in sales. When we sell more, we feel accomplished, but often these leads to burnout, stress, and lack of control and exhaustion, okay? These outcomes of morale, operational dysfunctionality, and pain points for customers, okay? All that results in adverse consequences for you and your firm. And let me tell you this. When the pandemic broke out, one of the companies, one of my companies that are my supply companies, literally just, I mean, they were getting complaints from all over the place, okay? And they were trying to handle everything the best way they knew how. me and they actually probably went on for several months with this it took them one of my orders it took them almost two months to get it to me and everybody was complaining and not people were not taking in consideration also that everybody was affected by what happened in march okay so when march kicked in the pandemic kicked in everything was in haywire okay so I didn't get my products March, April. I didn't get my products, I think, until May. But I was patient. I wasn't upset because I was, I was looking at all the other people complaining and how overwhelmed this company was. I didn't even, it didn't even bother me. It, it really didn't. I'm sorry to say that and maybe I shouldn't say that, but it didn't really bother me because I knew we we're going through a, a phase and I know we were going through some changes. So I sat back patiently and waited. I really did. My other company, one of my other companies that I've been working with for a long time, Supply, come, <clears throat> excuse me, it didn't take them as long as it did this initial, this other company, but I had just got with this supplier, so it was new for me. But they, I mean, I, I, I accepted that because I knew this could happen. It says the human pain points such as exhaustion and burnout are a significant consideration for entrepreneurs, they are often overlooked because of the need to generate sales and growth. Often these leads to a lone wolf approach and people begin to isolate themselves from their team, family, and friends. For many entrepreneurs, this can lead to depression and business failure. So we become isolated. We're overwhelmed. We really don't want to hear what everybody else is saying. We're trying to take care of everybody we can take care of. The money is not flowing in quick enough to go ahead and, and, and complete your overhead. And then your supply and demand is off. So, you know, you got all this going on and you're trying to make it happen. You're trying to keep everybody satisfied. You're trying not to kill the kids and the husband or the wife, you know. <laughs> you're trying to do all this and after a while, you're just like, okay, you know what? I need a few days off. And then those few days might turn into more because now you're depressed, okay? So the primary casualty of growth often starts with critical people to avoid the pitfalls of growth you need to make sure you and your team are mentally prepared this comes in the form of developing and practicing growth mindset 
principles. Okay. One of my favorite quote, quotes from Professor Carol Dweck is, the path to a growth mindset is a journey and not a proclamation. Okay. Now, growth rarely happens overnight and it most certainly isn't linear. Success is a messy scribble and bound with failure experiences that force learning and improvement. I like that. Having the right mindset, a growth mindset will help you grow and flourish throughout your journey. Adopting a growth mindset is not an easy task because we all have fixed mindsets. However, the following seven growth mindset principles will help you supercharge growth and well-being for you and your business. Okay, number one, welcome chaos. Doesn't that sound crazy? It says, welcome chaos. There's a song by Bob Dylan. You don't need a weatherman to know which way the wind blows. I never heard that song, but okay. <laughs> Welcoming chaos can help with creativity and ability to adapt to change. Crisis spawns innovation. Effectiveness and success. A crisis spawns innovation, effectiveness, and success. Distribution is innovation, so come to terms with chaos and embrace reality. As a result, you can sacrifice efficiency for speed and lower the resistance to change as well as minimize the impact of disruption. Wow, I like that. I really like that. So let's talk about crisis. Let's talk about this pandemic that took place that put us in a whole different mode. So in this mode of crisis, the COVID-19, coronavirus, the whole nine yards, it spawned innovation. How did it spawn innovation? Let's talk about the face mask. Let's talk about the hand sanitizer. Let's talk about the disinfection. Look at all the companies that capitalized off of a crisis. Look at, I look at some of the type of masks that have been created. They have the shield mask for the mouth and the nose. You can see right through it. They got the kind with the filter on it. They got the whole face shield mask um, that you can wear. I mean, just think about it. The different uh, logos that you down, excuse me, that you can put on your mask. Excuse me. All these things actually were innovations. And it was created out of what? Out of a crisis. So, number two, hire doers. Let me say that again. 
higher doers. Hire right for now and make sure any hire is an instant action taker. Don't waste your time hiring the next big thing. You need people that can get you from A to B, then B to C, not A to Z. These are different people and you will need them at the different intervals of your journey. Hiring doers is a mindset formed from many steps and a process that must act upon, that you must act upon. Having this mindset during all your recruitment stages will help you develop a growth team, okay? So when you start hiring people, pay attention to that. And understand, you're just hiring people to get you from A to B and from B to C. Not all the way through, okay? Now, number three, embrace a lack of management. There is no substitute for speed. And with that comes poor management from time to time. The team needs to understand it's not personal but a requirement to take action quickly. Rapid growth does not form any many friendships. It's break even the best. Set the tone and the rules at the start. This does not, this doesn't mean hate on people or do the wrong thing. It means establishing a culture of action takers driven by purpose and outcomes. To combat the risks, develop a culture of empowerment. This will accelerate learning and improvement because of accountability. People who are empowered perform much better than those who are oppressed or fear failure. So you hear that. People who are empowered perform much better than those who are oppressed or fear failure. So with your team, if you lay down the rules right off the bat, you get them to understand that there's a purpose behind the persistency and get them to understand how important accountability is, then you can move forward. Number four, get your product to market fast. Don't worry about perfection. The market will dictate changes and navigate your innovation. Testing your product and service market fit is critical. Is critical. This won't happen in your head or a workshop. Get it out to market and let the market tell you what it needs and why. So many people and organizations fail to understand this principle. Often the fear of failure, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> gotta drink a little water. Sorry. 
Often, the fear of failure causes paralysis and products and services take too long to be deployed in the market. This burdens a company and impacts profit. Break the fixed mindset cycle that speed is your enemy. Work yourself toward freedom and adventure. So, it's basically saying you can't sit back and analyze and keep analyzing. Get your product to market. Once it's in the market, then you can definitely, excuse me, you can definitely let the market predict to you what it wants. Let the market say, okay, this is not right in your product. This, let them do all that so you can go back to the drawing board and complete and fix that and make it a better product. Number five, because we have to understand speed is what we're trying to do. Speed is the mindset we need to get to. Number five, laser focus. Too often, too often entrepreneurs get distracted by new shiny objects or unforeseen challenges. Not every new idea is worth pursuing and not every fire needs to be put out. That's another good saying. I like that. I really like that. Don't overthink it. Sometimes things need to burn so they can get on with it, so you can get on with it and not lose focus on your destination. Too often, I see entrepreneurs worrying about little things and spending too much time trying to appease everyone. Let me say that again because that is a, these are some great mind-blowing um confirmations, quotations, or whatever you want to call them, that make you really want to think. Too often, entrepreneurs worry about little things and spending too much time trying to appease everyone. You can't stay laser focused. The most successful entrepreneur, business owners, and executives I have worked with are those who get on with achieving their goals. They are purpose-driven and have laser focus. Number six, hack away. Find the fastest way to get from zero to hero. This is for everything you do. Realize that getting things done fast is critical to your business and progress is better than perfection. Another one I like. Perfection is actually a detrimental mindset. Developing a growth hacking mindset is powerful. And I recommend the high temple testing concept. It's coined by Sean Ellis. With this method, you learn from insight, create a hypothesis, test, measure, and go again. You will be amazed when you develop this mindset. You'll solve problems by creating problems and you will grow from cutting corners, improving and learning along the way. So according to this quote from J.K. Rollins, it is impossible to live without failing at something unless you live 
so cautiously that you might as well not have lived at all, in which case you fail by default. I love that, and I'm going to use that. Number seven, solve a massive market problem. For new ventures, the key to success and impact is to solve a massive problem. The bigger the problem, the more excellent the opportunity. To combat the risks of failure, solve these problems by breaking them down into manageable and actionable tasks. In an established business, don't gravitate to bold moves, but rather seek out the small wins. If you are navigating disruption, such as a pandemic, recognize that when leading change, less is more. By following these seven business growth mindset principles for growth, you will develop success in more ways than you could have imagined. It will help you, it will help your self-confidence, improve your social proof, excuse me, social proof, and increase your knowledge base. These factors will help you empower others and get them into action. <coughs> more importantly, you will become more fulfilled because when you are taking action every day on things that matter, you immediately feel accomplished. So that right there was so awesome. That right there was so awesome, you guys. That is some awesome information. And I'm definitely going to use this article again. I'm going to use some of the, what's the names? I love this. I really do. And I hope you guys enjoy this too. Now, um, so... Let's see something else I saw on here that, that kind of got my attention. So this one also, there's one that's called 10 Steps to Growth um, Achievement. Oh, okay. 10 Steps to Achieve a Growth Mindset in Business. So, same young man. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, he has a different... He's the same young man who wrote this article and um, we can, you know what, we'll, we'll talk about him tomorrow. Let's, let's bring him in tomorrow again. Um, definitely do that. Definitely do that for tomorrow. Okay, just want to make sure I write that down. Because there's a lot of things that I haven't been doing um, that I need to get in practice of doing. Um, let's see here. Ten. We did seven, and these are, these are ten steps to achieve. A growth mindset so what we learned today is we learned today is fast is something we need to look into 
we learned that um, uh, we learned also today um, that we need to not to try to solve all problems. We're not looking for friends. We have to be able to welcome chaos because then chaos becomes things can be um, uh, innovation is their effectiveness and success distribution and innovation comes to terms with chaos and embrace reality. As a result, you can sacrifice efficiency for speed and lower the resistance to change as well as minimize the impact of disruption. We have to take care of our mental health when we're talking about this. So we, I mean, this information was mind boggling. I love the different quotes in here. I love the idea that some of this information I can use. And you know what? I think a lot of people did this, but I think once the market got saturated with hand sanitizer, with gloves, when the market got saturated with, um, when the market got saturated with the masks. So now, you know, everybody makes masks now. I mean, and you can buy them anywhere. You can buy them from gas stations to beauty supply stores to grocery stores. You, I mean, the masses are abundant. I'm seeing them everywhere. The paper masks and the cloth masks. You see them all over the place now. Um, they even, they're the company that made your head wraps, African head wraps with the matching mask. So, I mean, they've done, they've really taken it to a whole nother le level. And people are, you know, still buying them but it's kind of slowed down now because now everything kind of slowed down um if you're not going out that much you don't need a mask um if you're not interacting with a lot of people what are you doing you're staying at home more um it it this chaos or this chaos this crisis pandemic created jobs people start working from home making more things that they can do from home that's not expensive especially when you lose your job um, we have more delivery services than we did before because now people who are staying at home, they're being safe. They're not going out. So then they need things delivered to them. Um, I'm quite sure Amazon has not lost a penny. Um, I'm quite sure eBay hasn't lost a penny. I'm quite sure Walmart and them didn't lose a lot of money because now the delivery services are in place. And that's a big thing now, even though, um, it might not look like it, but it is a very big service. Another big service, and I talked about it, I think I brought it up when we talked before, about the janitorial services. That's a big thing right now. People need things clean because they're not, you know what I'm saying? Um, they're not doing a lot like they used to. So, and they want to stay safe, sanitized, and safe. Hygienic, hygienic, hygienic safety, you know, um, in their homes and in their offices, in their businesses, people who have brick and mortar. So there's all kinds of opportunities out there for us to make money. There's no excuse. In tech, there's a lot of tech stuff people don't want to do anymore. Okay? Um, there's a lot of things people don't do. I mean, they just... They they're not doing anymore so now they have to adjust and because of that adjustment there's an opportunity to make money make that money that's all don't make it harder than what it has to be you guys 
Really, we don't. We don't need to make it hard. If you have a good product, that product is going to sell itself. Now, that's only on certain products. I'm not saying everything that you create, okay? And another thing he also uh, left with us is the idea that you can't solve. You don't need to solve every problem. Every problem does not have to be solved. And every new idea doesn't mean that it's a solving problem idea. So just look at things a little bit different. And make sure the market that you're in, that your business is a market fit. Is your business a necessary business or is it just a business you want to do? Think about that. Is that business, what? Is that a necessity? If you put your business on the market, are, is your business going to bring the money that you need in? The customers that you need in? Or is it just a business that you wanted to do? You got to make sure you are a market fit when it comes to your business. Make sure that you are a market fit. Okay? Now, I'm going to go ahead and leave you guys. That was some great information right there um, that we could share. We shared. Um, can't wait to talk to you guys tomorrow. Um excited, ready to move forward, need to make some changes in what I'm doing. Um, so I'm going to go for that. All right. So you guys, you have a great day. Always remember that you are loved. Okay. Um, you guys stay safe. Happy Monday. Have a great productive day. Rest of the day. We love you here and continue to listen to you are loved. Bye-bye.